Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. All right, we're on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. I hope you guys had a great 4th of July. Yep. Um, and thanks for letting us take a little time off. <laughs> Being patient. Yep. Yeah. We have. We don't usually take a lot of weeks off, and we no. started realizing that we can. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we hope you guys will see, we like, still keep coming back. Nobody's our boss. <laughs> we are Except for bosses. us. Brit's my boss. <laughs> I'm hers. You know. Anyway, this week, we are talking about funny childhood trauma. I'm really grateful you guys didn't send me, like, well, yeah. your parents' divorce. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm ill-equipped. And also, <laughs> this is a, a comedy podcast. You know, I was nervous. I was like, emphasis yes. on funny. funny. Yeah. So, basically, like, the things that happened to you in childhood that, that have really left a mark. Yes. Lasting. They still affect you a lot. Uh-huh. And I was trying to find this clip and send it to you, um, but we didn't make it in time before we um, to put it up on the on the Instagram, uh-huh. but it just reminds me of on the bachelor. There was a demolition derby date. Okay. And what you, you watched the season with me. <laughs> Do you remember this one? What season was it? It was Ari season. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> and the, yeah, it was a demolition derby day. And one girl just got really flustered. And yes, now she, why did, Oh, this was, she was, and she started getting teary eyed and the, the girls were saying, What's what's going on? Like yeah. what what's the problem? And she said, "I have a bumper car trauma." Right, and uh, <laughs> it was so hard not to like laugh at her. Well, I'll have to send you the clip. We can play it this week mm-hmm. so that you can all just reminisce. But it's so funny because they decided to do a, like a dramatic reenactment on the show of as what she, happened. As of- she told the story, she says, "I got stuck in the bumper cars and couldn't get moving and turned around." And she goes, and "The musical was going ding 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 a ding a ding 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 ding," and then, <laughs> and then and, cars and were then just the cars ramming. were just Hitting her and hitting her. Yeah. And, and she was crying. It's so funny and sad. Oh my god. Like you think about the little kid and you're like, that's so sad, but then you think of it like as an adult. You're like and a you're bumper like, car trauma. Right. <laughs> but some of these are traumatic as a child, but they're yeah. also so funny. And well, I feel like bumper car trauma does not hold a candle to some of your guys' trauma. Right. Like the, like I said, the bumper car is laughable compared because if I was going through some of the things that you guys have gone through, I would have been tra- traumatized too. And there's a lot of poultry involved. Right. So we were, we have a group text with like our big um, cousin group and it kind of, that's what kind of ignited this subject because I don't know how it came about, but one of our cousins like shared a memory of on this text thread of like watching, I'll, we'll have to read it. But- I think someone was sent a meme about a rooster chasing chasing a kid and so then someone's like let me tell you a story about me and chickens at my grandma's farm and then like (laughs) a couple other people shared the stories Mm -hmm. and they are so hilarious so that's kind of what spurred them Uh, we're gonna tell those well the text thread yeah it was this um meme with a little boy crying (laughs) and um, uh crying like traumatically yeah running away frightened and a rooster behind him a really large one said your childhood was not complete unless you've been chased by a rooster (laughs) Um, and so I don't know. Do you want me to read one of these? Yeah. Okay. So another person chimed in and said a little story for you guys that triggered in my mind from that picture. I was definitely chased by roosters back in my childhood. My grandmother wrung out a chicken's neck right in front of me (laughs) when I was a little kid. I'm sorry. I don't know. Like I choose to live in civilization for a reason. But first of all, people think they're feminists now. 
Look at these right. women. Yeah. Freaking ringing a chick. A- like, Ethel May back there just like, just here's like, dinner. Ka-choo! No, seriously. Like, they had some grit. <laughs> yeah. And it was on her grandma's big farm in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She was traumatized, especially because she was usually so sweet to her egg-laying hens and even <laughs> named them. She said then she handed it to her upside down by the feet and asked her to hold on to it. Well, she's a child. Yes. <laughs> her grandma's like, here you hold go. Hold on to this for a second for me while I clean up my apron or whatever. <laughs> and uh, she said... Or my conscience. She still remembers the heaviness of the dead weight. Then her grandmother walked away to do something, and after a minute, the dead chicken started convulsing no. and wiggling around. I would did have not been whip like, it enough. Well, no, because chickens have muscle spasms, and right. and chickens are known to run around with, with their, their heads, heads cut, cut off. off. I mean, that's, that's why. why the, yeah, that's there's why there's a saying. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, I no, would have thought no. I was in Thriller. Yeah, and so she flung the chicken into the dirt. Mm-hmm. Grandma comes running back and is like, "What the heck?" She made her clean it up and defeather it by dipping it quickly in boiling water. Oh, guys, this is such a process. I cannot imagine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Then they cleaned out the guts mm-hmm. and even watched the grandma chop it into parts. Even That's though- what I'm saying. This generation... We are weak. We, we like we, we go to Chick Fil A at La Di Da, right? And, and then it, I'm like mad when they're out of nuggets, <laughs> you know. And I'm sitting here like this lady's like dinner tonight. I forget to pull it out of the freezer, like, yeah, and then and I'll be like, like, oh, oh man, man. So I gotta hurry and throw it in. The this process probably started at 10 a.m. Oh, earlier, like, What's for, five a.m. I gotta a. clean up dinner, cook dinner. I better uh-huh. go kill dinner, <laughs> you know. She said, but even though she was horrified, she happily ate the delicious southern barbecue chicken that night. <laughs> well, a girl's got to eat, you know? I, guys, this person goes on. Because, <laughs> guys, the farm life is something, and I can't decide if you should send your kids to a farm yes. to learn or if you should not. Because obviously this is like, this is a core memory. Yeah. Because she said she it was better than watching the grandma's farmhand shoot her favorite pig Right between the eyes while she was visiting. Mm -hmm. They roasted the pig all day in an underground oven. (laughs) I ate that southern barbecue pork that night, too. What the heck is wrong with me, she says. That southern food, though, it's It's real hard to turn down. (laughs) You know, you got like southern fried chicken Mm -hmm. and some pork and beans. (laughs) I mean... It's dinner time. That sounds really good. Yeah. And I can't I even heard the... And you don't even have to go kill it yourself. I know. But seriously, though, it seems like this is not uncommon right. to, to have to witness this. Yep. And to go on. So basically feeding off of that story, our other cousin brought up a story and she said when she was little, she had these bunnies and her spotted giant one had too many litters. So they were getting pretty big and they could not sell them fast enough. We had the same issue when we had bunnies. We did. They, there's a reason why they say like bunnies. There's a stereotype about bunnies right. and it's and real. It's 100% real. And so they were like, they brought these boys over from their neighborhood to teach them how to how to kill bunnies. I What? How do, why do you need someone to teach you how to kill come, something? Come on over. We're having a killing lesson right. <laughs> on the neighbor's bunnies. You know those boys that are really scary down the street? This is They'll when they come them. in clutch. <laughs> yeah, like get those more boys over here. And uh, uh, So anyway, no. they were teaching the brothers how to start killing the bunnies. This is horrible. <laughs> start killing the bunnies oh because gosh. they were out of control re- repopulating. Oh my gosh. So... Our one cousin is sitting there with her bunny sugar on the top of the bunny hutch, just clutching onto sugar because she doesn't want them to kill 
sugar. And um, her one brother snatched her sugar right from her hands. And so she was screaming and screaming her head off. And her dad rescued sugar right from the moment that she was about to be. Oh, my. Well, later that night, her mom cooked up the rabbit for I dinner. I can't imagine. And I, I'm not Davy Crockett. So she told her mom, I'm going to, like, she made her mom go to the freezer and get me some chicken, which now that I've heard the previous story, it doesn't sound like it's much better, but yeah. she didn't have to she have this have to, as a pet. Those were not, yeah, those were not her pet and her pet's children. And she had, didn't have to be a part of the slaughtering. <laughs> and so she went and her, she said, mom, get me chicken from the freezer. So her mom went and got chicken. <laughs> And then she sat down to eat and she went to go eat and looked at her meat and noticed there that the chicken had a spine and it was not chicken. Why? Her mom tricked her into think, being like, yep, I got you chicken. Who forgot to clean out the spine? Well, yeah, like why, are, why do we have significant spine? in size. Well, I wouldn't know how to like field dress a rabbit though <laughs> either. So like I'd probably accidentally be like, oops, like there's the spine in there. Oh like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think I would try to think ahead a little more because if I know that I'm ill-equipped to cook a rabbit, yeah. then I would not have started the kill process. Right. I would have loaded him up in my truck and found a forest. Right. Alive. Yeah. That's what our mom did. Yeah. We had too many bunnies and we had to take them to Marymore Park <laughs> and, uh, where and, just let them and just let them go. The wild, which yep. they probably died anyway, but at least you could wipe your hands clean of it <laughs> oh gosh, at that point. But th- at that point what you don't like, know doesn't hurt you. Yep. Be like, it's time for you guys to figure it out. <laughs> we should probably get into our listener stories okay. now, but we wanted to let you guys know mm-hmm. how this all happened. Now, one of the things that we have decided with Britt is... That I think this is what happened with roller coasters for you. I would be interested to know how you would feel about rides and roller coasters had you I, not had that experience. Which which experience? <laughs> um, the one that well, there's two core ones. Two core ones. One is I went to Disneyland as a three year old. Yeah, and I went on the Matterhorn, and I really remember the Yeti. Yeah, like that really. Ah. Yeah, that really frightened me. Mm-hmm. And then the white roller coaster at Lagoon. That that's the one I remember because okay. I actually was with you. Mm-hmm. And yes, we came to visit Utah. We went to the amusement park lagoon, and, and our cousins talked us into going on what's called the white roller coaster. It's literally dark hundred years old right now. Yeah, sure. it is dark brown because they've had to replace all the like rotting wood. So it's a very like shaky roller coaster. Yeah, rickety. Mm-hmm. Everything you want. In a roller <laughs> so we got coaster. talked. We got talked into it. Uh huh. And Britt was very unhappy. <laughs> And I was a little shaken because I was about five and you were about seven. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit shaken, but Britt was shaken to her core. <laughs> and I really blame those two incidences yeah, on, on why I don't like rides. So bringing that up because we got a listener submission. Okay. This listener said they went to Knott's Berry Farm as a family. And those are like really big rides. <laughs> they can be, yes. And um, as they were leaving... So she said she and two of her sisters were saying that they had done every big ride except one big wooden roller coaster. Okay. Once again, with the wooden roller yeah. coaster. Yeah. Wood just feels a uh, lot less secure than yeah. the steel that they use right. nowadays. It's like, why are we even operating these feels things? feels wrong. So her older sister, who was five years older than her at the time, tells her and the other sister, like, I'll take you on the ride. And they were young and afraid, but <laughs> she felt like, okay... If she'll take me, like if I have my sister, I'll mm-hmm. be brave enough. I can do this. So we'd all do it together. So she's like, 
Who cares that it was dark at this point in the night? Oh, no. Who cares that it was scary? <laughs> they were like the only three in their whole big family that was there that was going to do go. that one. So they marched up there. She said, chests puffed out <laughs> and heads held high. See, this is, I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> this is when Brit ducks has, I has have ducked, ducked out. out. Allison got so mad at me on the spider. <laughs> <laughs> the spider. <laughs> She, well, and she does it, the what the thing that bothers me is she does it, like, while, like, it's very sneaky. <laughs> like, it's not like she's like, guys, I can't. Like, we'll all be talking, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, Britt's, like, ducking under the barricade and running away. Because <laughs> she, she doesn't want us to have to try to talk her into it. So she's yeah. like, no, I'm out. Like, she just <laughs> flees. Fight or flight, it's flight without any warning. <laughs> so anyway, this girl said her, um, this listener said, her sister was like being so sweet because she helped him get buckled in and made sure it was safe and snug, you know, tugging on the Aren't thing. Aren't the ride operators supposed to do that? Aren't they the ones that know right, the Right, but if your own sister's That's like, true. Like, double okay. check, double check, right. I got you. Well, all of a sudden, after she checks their little harnesses, she just slowly backs away, <gasps> cackling and waving and was like, ha, 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 bye-bye. Oh my and gosh. And sends her little no. sisters off through this she said, I would be through so all the mad. pitch black whiplash. First of all, now I have trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> now I have. I hate you. <laughs> I have abandonment, yeah. trauma, trust issues, and, and now whiplash. I, now I hate roller coasters too. So, so she said, the sister was still laughing by the time they got back and started walking back, oh, tears no. streaming down Did their faces. Did they punch her in the face? <laughs> She said, well, first she said tears were streaming down the sister's face from the laughter and they had tears too, but not for happy tears. And she said, but not maniacal laughter (laughs) for them. It was just pure terror. Oh, (laughs) isn't that terrible? That's mean. But yeah, now, yeah, now you like can't um, fully commit in a relationship and now you can't. (laughs) She did not divulge that to me, but I wouldn't be surprised if she had a little uh, ride trauma after that. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think... Definitely, when you're on a ride, I think what is so weird, like, I think one of the feelings that's weird to me, there's a lot of emotions, I think, wrapped up in roller coasters for me, but one of of it is just, like, you are on it, like, there's no escaping. Yeah. You're strapped in Mm -hmm. for your safety, but also to your horror, and you can't leave. Brit doesn't like the option of, like, like... Not dipping her toe and then being like, okay, I don't want, like, I want to be able like to, I want to be able to like deck and roll out. Yeah. So <laughs> when we went to a fair with like a bunch of our family a couple years ago, there was a kind of a scary carny ride and I like, <laughs> I, I like big rides kind of. So I was like, yeah, let's go. And I go with my cousin and her daughter and I like kind of had this panic moment because those are a whole new level because those things are getting yeah, we're not taken Disneyland. apart we're not and put back together um, on a weekly basis. Right, right. And By I 15 looked at the year ride olds operator and Allen he wrench. looked 15. And I was like, so I was all strapped in and it started going and I and I was like, hold on. Hold on. I made a mistake. Oh, yeah, I made I, a terrible, terrible mistake. mistake. And I just was stuck on it and I was cussing and just freaking out because I did. I let that get into my head. Like, is anybody even checking their work? Because they are, they're teenage carnies. Their parents don't even want them home for the summer. They let them go around the country. (laughs) They're setting up that, putting my life in their hands. Oh man. But yeah, I think when something happens to you physically, 
Yes. It sticks with you for sure. Right. This listener said um, when she was like five or six years old, um, there was an older neighbor girl <laughs> who was playing in her backyard with some other kids. Everybody has that older neighbor kid that's like yeah. a terrorist. But they also like don't want to see, they, they want to seem cool in front of and stuff Why like do that. we want to impress the terrorist? No. <laughs> it seems like you want to impress the mean kid, you know? Uh-huh. Let's impress the really, really sweet one. Mm-hmm. At least the rich ones. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so she said this older girl... Um, said, I'll give you an underdog push, you know, where yeah, you run yeah, underneath favorite. and they go a little high and yeah, they swing back big. But something went wrong. Somehow she fell off the swing backwards okay. and her back slammed into the wooden fence. <laughs> oh my gosh. That actually seems intense. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure that it out. Did she, like, I think she did a backflip. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like upside down and then slammed. Slam. Yeah. That's really intense. Your is going forward. So that it had older to been- girl. She ate her protein that day. Really? Um, she had slivers in her back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and now she has a fear of the underdoggy for the rest of her life. Well, luckily, as an adult, there's not a lot of people underdoggying you. <laughs> so hopefully she's like, doesn't not, have to, doesn't face have that to deal with it on a daily basis. Correct. Speaking of swinging. She's like, well, nobody underdogging yeah. me. You understand? <laughs> she doesn't like her kids at all. They're like, what's underdog? She's like, psk. <laughs> So speaking of swinging, I'll share one of mine. I was not a young child at this time, but I would still consider myself an adolescent and it's still very traumatizing and still very much affects me. Um, we were on a family trip. We would go every year to a different like lake. We were in this place called McCall, Idaho. And it's this, like one of my favorite places. Oh too. yeah. It's so Most pretty. Beautiful water, like clear, clear water. Anyway, we found a rope swing. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that now. Just like, let's find a rogue rope swing. Like, that we you, don't know we who's tied no, this. We don't know how this long 200 this 200 years old? Right. Like, it could just snap. Just, yeah. Well, so, and <laughs> I think my uncle has pictures and he will send them to me. Because <laughs> I don't know why any of us were like, because there was a lot of rocks sticking out of the water. And you had Underneath to swing out the over rope the rocks yeah. and then let go. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't just a clear shot. Let's find, yeah, a rogue rope swing. With, with boulders bol- under it. It was. It For was. Real. So I'm, I'm typically pretty brave, but I was st- sort of starting to get freaked out. But I, I tend to fall to peer pressure a lot easier than Brit. And so my cousins all went and I went to go. And I did that whole thing where you go and then partway bail, through, you, you bail you're kind of like, I, I regret it. <laughs> and so like my arms, I kind of like, like half, half released them. Half ate it. And I re- like let my um, arms hang rather than keeping like my elbows bent yeah. with the rope into your chest. You mm-hmm. know, I just kind of went and my feet dragged across the water. <laughs> and, and so then- at, as the force of me, think of the physics here, guys, as the force of me is swinging from up high and swinging down. And if my feet catch the water because I let my arms hang, then your upper body, then does my a upper big- body, I ri- ripped the rope out of, or like ripped me out of the rope. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I just slammed onto the top of the of rocks, a, of a, the rocks. And I did have a life jacket on, but it was like, I, <laughs> to protect your like rib cage I, slightly. Yes. I would have broken my ribs. I like smeared across <laughs> this rock and like flopped into the water. I, it was one of those moments where I like thought I might die. Like <laughs> your I life just, flashed before your yeah, eyes. And the people from the boat that were watching, they said from their angle, like my mom was on that boat. <laughs> she said it didn't look like I hit the rocks, but everyone that was like doing the ropes, we were in, we were in the vicinity of the rope scene, like all the kids, yes. all like the teens. And then the parents were in the boat, la di da. And they said, Oh, like it didn't look 
that bad. That bad. And I tried to... But all the teenagers were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. people are diving in. Yeah, to all of them were like, like diving. Pulling a Hasselhoff, just like... Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And I tried to come up like... <laughs> right, uh, you're embarrassed. And then I started just crying. And so like I went to Seven Peaks. It's like a water park with a <laughs> pool. It's like very controlled. And it took me... like A lot I, of code and right. things like that happening. I started crying going on the rope swing. <laughs> and I sat there forever just paralyzed. At Seven Peaks, that's where people line up. Where they're like... You Kids gotta, were behind me. Yeah, you've got to do the rope swing yeah. or get lost. And then I'd girl. be like, here, you can go. Oh, and then, and then I'd let him try it again. And then I'd be like, okay, I'll try. And then I'd be like, it's okay, you can go. I will be terrified the whole time. <laughs> and then I did it several times and had a lot of fun. But that's what it reminded me of, that mm-hmm. story with the rope swing. So, Okay. <clears throat> this listener said she's the youngest cousin by like almost seven years. And they all wanted to walk to 7-Eleven for Slurpees. And they said that they would take her. So on the way back, a dog started chasing everyone. <laughs> Sorry, it's not. Well, when you're a kid and a dog is chasing you. That's horrifying. It's terrifying. Oh. oh my gosh. Like all of a sudden the dog is as big as the beast. Yeah. And, yeah. And everyone's like, all the parents always tell you, don't run. Just like turn around and let the dogs sniff no. your hand i have like, been bit by a dog recently and i had to go to the i see what do you call the uh, the insta care and because the bite was on the back of my leg yeah and the doctor like talked to me he talked down to me like were you running from the dog i was like yes it was vicious what do you want me to do just stand there and let it attack Model my me? frontal regions <laughs> no i don't want that but yes they, I, yeah. I flipped around as the rabid dog aggressively ran after me i just don't understand like i i guess i would have to try it but i don't want to but it's, it is instinctual if something is chasing me run. i will run yeah but they're always like no just as a dog like as the dog approaches you just like be calm and like don't let it think that you're a threat but it's like <laughs> i how do you know if the dog this is within what, the, what are the dog's intentions 0. 0.5 seconds yeah. you know it's yeah. not like you've got 10 minutes to like pass this call right. the calming stick back and forth in your little <laughs> kumbaya circle i and it's kind of like that Jim Gaffigan thing where it's like, if you see a bear, you're supposed to play, play dead. dead. And he's like, who told you to do that? The, the bear? bear? Like, yeah. you're not supposed to run away from a dog that's chasing you. Who told you that? The, the dog, dog that wants to catch you and bite you? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Sidetracked. Um, so anyway, the dog starts chasing everyone. And obviously, the teenagers could all run quicker <laughs> than Aww. this little kid. And they left her. Oh, and they all ran into the house telling her mom about the huge dog chasing them. And she was like, well, where is she? The mom. Yeah. Yeah. And the mom was like, well, wait, where's, there was a big dog chasing you. And Betty? my child, the little one that you, I gave you permission to take, <laughs> take to with seven you. Bad choice. She ended up getting bit by the dog. Oh my gosh. Isn't that sad? Yeah. So we asked her, we said, where did it bite you? She says, on the butt. Of course. Oh. Oh and once gosh. again, yeah, you're running. So it's getting the nether regions yeah. of you. But on it, like. Right at their level. You can't blame anybody for running away from a dog. Anyone who's, and I don't know how old she was. Let's see. She said she was seven years younger. So, I mean, I would guess like, you know, if they're teenagers. So if she's, she's like seven years old and they're like 14, 15, right. 16. You can't tell a seven year old that they're not going to try to run from a dog. Like you right. can't. Well, all of them ran. They just ran faster. Right. <laughs> oh, sad. So oh, sad. Man. So maybe she's afraid of dogs or Seven Eleven now. Well, and resents her cousins. Right. <laughs> Okay, so this listener said they have a deathly a deathly fear of moths. Well, moths are creepy because they're just so fluttery. Like <laughs> they just have no direction. They like yeah. to act like they fly in blind. <laughs> yeah, that was like, like all around, all around. And they are a little bit of a clingy bug too. Yeah. And and I guess when I was little, I have an actually an issue with moths because first of all, I hate the smell of mothballs. It's like one of my top 
like Gag- gaggiest <laughs> smells. And then uh, I don't like the fact that they do eat holes in your clothes. That means they have some kind of Teeth. nibbling issue. I know all the bug, all bugs have to have a mouth, right? But like <laughs> my mom would be like, oh, we have to put mothballs, you know, if you put it in storage because they'll eat through your clothes. And I'm like, <sighs> so I picture if it lands on me, it's just going to start like gnawing its way through my t-shirt, you know? So anyway, but this girl said she has a really big fear of moths, deathly fear of moths, because when she was little, anytime there was a bug in their house, her dad, they would tell their dad, like, dad, there's a bug, come kill it. He'd come kill it, but then he'd chase them around for a minute with the oh tissue gosh. that he had the dead bug in it, <laughs> thinking he's funny, teasing his kids. Mm-hmm. And so they learned, like, when they'd tell him there was a bug, they'd run and they'd hide in their room with a door locked because <laughs> they were like, he's going to chase us. Uh-huh. Well, one time there was a rather large moth in the house and they told him, they told him, and then they locked themselves in their room. And when he grabbed the moth by its wings and he threw it under the bedroom <gasps> door. Oh my so gosh. it went it went under the bedroom door and then it started flying and now they're around locked in the, in the room, room with the yeah, moth while ah! they screamed. So she said, now I'm terrified of moths and it's evolved into a fear of anything larger than a fly that flies. So she says she hates butterflies, birds, oh, dragonflies, no. chickens, ducks, <laughs> etc. And she said she literally gets terrified and irrational anytime she's around anything big with wings. She says she feels like they always have hidden agendas. <laughs> Because they, since they can fly even just a little, you never know where they're going to go, what they're going to do. Well, yeah, moths are very unpredictable as far like, as they're... And I dad. And she just... And, and chickens are too. And we own chickens. And I get a little... They can be... They're flighty. They, yeah, I mean, that's the, the word. word. Like, spastic? Yeah, spastic. That's a good word. Yeah. I'm like trying... Yeah. They get spastic. They're a little jumpy. And then yeah. all of a sudden go... You know, and, mm-hmm. and they can't fly like south for the winter uh-huh. but they 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 are flight they can lift they can off the ground <laughs> yeah and fly off of things okay this listener she said her mom okay well first of all do you remember that episode we did where it was like mom professionals yeah like sometimes we tell lies to our kids just to make life easier which Harmless. i mean i understand the root of this story yes but I don't know if the mom would understand the amount of harm that she was doing. Um, because her mom used to tell her that the ice cream trucks put drugs in the ice cream. <laughs> drugs. Because, I mean, like, they're charging us $6 for a SpongeBob popsicle. Isn't that a little suspicious? Isn't that a little doesn't suspicious? That it sounds like money laundering, does, aka that, drugs. Sound a little overpriced, right? Let's go look at what the price of a kilo costs. Right. Um, <laughs> Google this. They're trying to get kids. Hooked, hooked on, on drugs, drugs. <laughs> via the ice cream truck. <laughs> but I mean, I get it because every time you, once again, the dun, 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 mm-hmm. that sound is traumatic, apparently. Right. Um, and as your mom, you know, the kids are like, bah, 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 yeah. ice cream truck. And you're like, you A, maybe you don't have cash. Maybe it's almost dinner time. Plus it's expensive. Yeah. Then Plus, you're like, I don't know if there's a creeper running that thing. Right. There's a lot of reasons why you don't want your kids to go out there. But it's <laughs> like that it's a drug smuggling operation. <laughs> Okay, so she said she was legit terrified and would run inside instead of outside when she would hear the ice cream truck music. (laughs) It got so bad that she even had reoccurring nightmares (laughs) of being chased by the ice cream truck. They're like those paralysis dreams, you know, when you like cannot run. Oh my gosh, and she thinks it's like the ice cream cartel, and just so there's just like smoke billowing out of the window. She said it was always a slow motion run. Yeah, yeah, and the pop goes the weasel music. Mm and she said she has yet 
to buy ice cream from one of those trucks. Yeah. So her mom squashed it before it even it's happened. It's like the once. mom with the batteries. We bring that up a lot, but the mom with it said classic. I'm not. Yeah, because it's such a good hack. So same thing. It was either her mom legitimately just felt uncomfortable with the ice cream truck situation, mm-hmm. or and or she did not want to always have to give him money because yeah. she probably never asked her mom for. Yeah. Well, and I just <laughs> she never even bought him one. Right. And but she, here's the thing. At some point, did she not see the neighbor kids eating it and not be like, these drugs are running rampant. Some people would call sugar a drug. It's pretty addictive. So it's not that much of a lie. Right. Gosh, that is hilarious. (laughs) Way to go, mom. Just kidding. All right. Speaking of things your parents told you, made you do, whatever. This listener said their childhood trauma was their mom (laughs) made them go to asthma camp. Which no running allowed. We have... Sorry. <laughs> I can just picture, like, there's just a lineup of inhalers. They're like, today's craft is bedazzling your inhalers. And today's physical activity is... We're going to slow walk. Yeah. Just from here to the... Speed walk. Just from here to the cafeteria. If nothing you pick too, up that cadence too much, you're, you're out. Done. But we did have a friend that went to diabetic camp. I know. And I was like... I've have ne- never heard of these things. No, well, Di- because you're not an asthmatic or oh, or an diabetic. diabetic. But I I was like, this is like, I've like, got to have like something that, camp, right? I've got to like, have something that like has one of these specialized quarter Japanese camp. <laughs> oh, those weren't good. Fear- oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. Never mind. Um, yeah, like we uh, are a quarter Japanese. That is why I'm saying that. I am not a racist. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything really cool or medically wrong with me to, like, to justify like a, torn, a camp. A torn meniscus camp? They're like a, a prenatal depression camp? <laughs> I feel like that could have come in clutch when I was struggling. Yeah, maybe they should invent that instead of asthma camp. Yeah, I feel like they or got just it. Alongside. Asthma, they can get figured out pretty easily. <laughs> but I think they, they do these camps so that kids don't feel weird. Like, right. Because if they're Look like the these only other friend, kids. yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, you can totally relate to not being able to breathe, you know? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, her mom made her go to asthma camp and she said, <laughs> Twice. Okay. And if, if, as if going to asthma camp wasn't nerdy enough, <laughs> she made her wear an ugly fanny pack to hold her rescue inhaler and spacer. So like her retainer. <gasps> oh, her retainer. <laughs> she said, so to this day, she still cannot get behind this dang fanny pack trend <laughs> because no matter how convenient or quote unquote cute yeah, they are. Because if you're the nerd at asthma camp because of your fanny your pack, rescue that's going to stick. Yeah. <laughs> But here's the thing, stick with like, you. I don't, again, I'm more of a rebellious person. I would have just been like, well, when I get there, I'm just going to hide that fanny pack. Mm-hmm. But then what you're worried. Cause you're like, what if I do have an asthma attack and I don't yeah. have my rescue inhaler and my Your mom's going to be pissed. life is on the line. Yeah. Because she's going to be like, I told you I to wear the dang you. hot pink fanny pack with the rescue inhaler. I told you. <laughs> and now we have to leave camp early. Are your teeth that spaced out enough? Idea. <laughs> It doesn't up. look like you've, you've been, been wearing, wearing your spacer. spacer. Me. Have you been having on hand in your yeah. fanny pack for after snack? Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> so bad. Um. Well, yeah, sometimes, I, I would say oftentimes, actually, there were lots of things that you were forced to do, like kill chickens, and, and that's big trauma. And Go to asthma camp. <laughs> what was meant to make her feel like fitting in, like made it Just worse. Made, yeah, it made her feel traumatized um this listener said her family lived with her grandparents for most of her elementary school years okay and her grandpa was the cook and um growing up they were you were expected to eat what was on your plate and i feel like that's a very much a yeah a, 
not even now grandparents. It was no. like grandparents that had been through World War II. And the Depression. Yeah. So Our grandpa's like, saying was, take what, take you, what you want, but eat, eat what, what you, you take. take. Basically meaning, like, don't, don't be, leave anything on your plate. Or don't be wasting food. Yeah. And then I remember sitting and looking at that plate and being like, oh, crap. And then he'd go, were your eyes a little bigger than your stomach? <laughs> you know? And so her grandpa would buy in bulk chicken nuggets, cereal, pancake batter, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. He's feeding all the grandkids. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they remember these huge pancakes that were thick. They were so big and thick. They call them cement pancakes. Oh. And that he would make 20 every time for just her and her brother. <laughs> Can you imagine eating 10 cement pancakes or like, in a sitting? Or like maybe, maybe it was like him, them and the parents, but even, even then 20. Yeah. You're pushing three or four each yeah. probably. So for years after leaving that household, she could not eat pancakes or chicken nuggets. <laughs> she said the cereal would get old and stale and they would find... Okay, hang on. Okay. They would find spiders in no. the bulk cereal. Mm-mm. Stop. And they would be like, please, Grandpa, <laughs> this is gross. There's spiders in it. <laughs> and he would say, nope. Oh, no. We are not wasting the cereal. So they had to eat spider cereal. So when you pack it up and run away. Until it was gone. <laughs> he, that was just That's the Grandpa trying to get them the heck out of his house. He's like, get your own house. <laughs> I'm just going to basically stuff them till they're sick and make them eat spider cereal. <laughs> spider cereal that sounds like once again the stuff of nightmares right. like just pick it out it's fine like that's <laughs> that's like seriously so disgusting yeah i would be dry heaving yeah the grandpa would be like never mind i, I have to clean up the kitchen floor yeah. now <laughs> so do you have any sick. do you have anything that you ate as a child that you makes like, you not be able to with eat me. split pea soup i like split pea soup <laughs> You don't like it? Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. I don't know. Oh, it just hit I me like at a it. wrong age. And I and she'd make buttered toast mm-hmm. and split pea soup. And I was just like, this is hot baby food. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I would just be like... Hot watery baby food. Yeah, hot <laughs> watery baby soup with like little bits of peas in it. And I have never had it since I left the house. Really? Yeah. Oh, I really haven't thought about it much at all. It's, um, hot, it's hot watery baby food, 100%. <laughs> I don't know if that's like full-on trauma but it's definitely like, like affected you affected me and like i get a little shiver down my spine thinking about it do <laughs> they still sell that i have yeah, in the baby food aisle it's just, it's just relabeled <laughs> just, just mainly manufactured so by ha- gerger and yeah, gerger and i like and peas beech nut. i will eat peas like uh-huh. i like peas but i whenever i bought pea baby food for my kids mm-hmm. like the smell yeah, like kind of make me be soup. like like it was a little mm-hmm. rough for me <laughs> Okay. Well, here's another one the listener sent in. When her oldest daughter was four years old, she heard a blood curdling scream coming from upstairs. Mm-hmm. So she went running up there as fast as she could and then found her screaming on the bathroom floor. <laughs> so she got her calmed down enough to be like, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've all been there where your kids are just losing yeah. it and you, you really cannot tell what is happening. Yep. And so what had happened? is she'd gone to the bathroom and while she was washing her hands she remembered that she had forgotten to wipe so instead of walking <laughs> the, the yeah, yeah the little girl had forgotten to wipe so instead of walking the five steps back to the toilet she decided she'd speed up the process and just clean her parts with hand sanitizer <laughs> And turns out it burns. Yep. That alcohol. In those in those little sensitive areas. Oh my gosh. And that's some, you know, young little kids with yeah. soft skin that's yeah. never been you calloused right. right. <laughs> and oh my gosh. Yeah, just stinging, stinging, stinging. Yeah. I just have to really emphasize that it was hand sanitizer. Right. 
I didn't say Take- booty sanitizer. <laughs> Hand sanitizer. <laughs> Says it right in the description. Oh my gosh. Oh that my is gosh. Hilarious. Um, we've talked about camping a lot and you guys should at this point. Anyway, you guys know how I feel about camping. It's not my favorite, but, um, so, you know, when you go to campouts, everyone wants to tell scary stories. I actually love me a good scary story. I love true crime. It's, I like documentaries. It's some kind of like masochistic, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cause I do the same thing and then I get scared. Like my legitimately, like my biggest fear is an intruder in the house. Yeah. So why do I listen to 2020 and right. Dateline? And- about lots of intruders in the house. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was um, at a camp out of some kind, and they told a story. And the story went like this. It said that there was a girl camping, and she had to go to the campground bathrooms. And the, with just like the, the giant, the, not like a honey bucket. These ones like meaning the big giant hole. Like 30-foot uh-huh, like drop. Uh, like a state park. Correct. And that this murderer <laughs> hid oh in... The feces, the pool of feces. And when she sat down, he pulled her in through the hole and killed her and left her down there. This is a horrible story. I don't know who came up with this. And then just left her down there to be covered up. Oh my gosh. Probably someone who was, because you go in there and it's a little creepy. Yeah. But to this day, uh I struggle with those bathrooms and not for the obvious reasons. I mean, those reasons too, like... (laughs) The fact that they smell horrific and the fact that I know that thousands of people's fecal matter is just (laughs) underneath you, just festering underneath (laughs) me. It just sicks me out so bad. But I will go so fast because I'm (laughs) sure there's a a guy down there. I'm still sure. Catch me if you can down there. (laughs) And I try to just pee, like push it out really hard, spray him in the face. And I, and I like have my eye down there like the whole time. I'm like looking between my legs, like anyone, anyone, you're going to end up with a pee pants story. I don't care. Rather pee my pants than have get murdered by the the toilet, by the toilet phantom. Yep. Gosh. The feces phantom. Gosh. Okay. Well, this listener said, um, when he was little, someone told him that every time you turn on the light switch, it would cost 10 cents on the power bill. Okay. Who told him that? His dad? That sounds Probably. very dad. Turn the lights off. <laughs> 10 I'm not cents. paying to cool the neighborhood. <laughs> you know, or shut the door. I'm not paying to cool, cool the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah. So when, yeah. Do you want to know what um, astronauts can see from space? The Great Wall of China <laughs> and our house because every light's on. <laughs> he said so. He says when he would get mad at his mom or dad, he would run to his room and angrily turn the light switch on and off as fast as he could, like a hundred times, thinking this'll teach him like this is ten cents, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty. That's what I'm We're pushing, pushing a dollar. Yeah. Ooh, two dollars. And then he's like, Oh my gosh, if they see the power bill, can they trace it back to my room? I had a moment of rage. I did try and one time I was kind of frustrated at my mom. Mm-hmm. It was something dumb, you know, go to your room, clean your room, whatever. And I did I don't think this will ever work. Remember how they taught you SOS? <laughs> like how to do S. Like in Morse oh, code. S. A light. So like if you're kidnapped, you know, whatever, do SOS. And so I remember like being really mad and mm-hmm. thinking, I wonder if this will work. Mm-hmm. Like if someone will <laughs> come, rescue, come me. rescue me. So I was sitting there trying to do SOS. Here's the, the thing. I think other than the, other than maybe you being in a maritime situation. Right. No <laughs> one's going to no be like, that's SOS. Yeah. So we're going to assume like, some little kid is in there flipping, flipping the, the lights, lights on to make his yeah. parents mad. <laughs> Instead of flipping him in the bird, he was flipping the light switch. <laughs> Harmless. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so funny if that was true? 10 cents every time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nobody 
turn the lights on. <laughs> Everyone's just bumping into things. It's pitch dark. <laughs> oh man. Um, we talked a little earlier about like siblings, um, and like, or like cousins, older cousins, older neighbors. Yeah. That- the one that went on the roller coaster or that sent her little sisters on the roller coaster. Right. The cousins that ditch. Yeah. The it's little like a seven year old for dog fodder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I remember one time my, my girls had bunk beds for a little bit and mm-hmm. like my younger daughter was climbing up to my older daughter's bed and she didn't want her up there. And she basically pulled a scar and Mufasa. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the slow motion like, falling Took her back. hands and just like, <laughs> yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Well, it's like now we're move, all man. awake and now we're all traumatized it's a jerk move <laughs> well i th- i said in the beginning we have several poultry stories and i guess there was just two but i was thinking mainly mainly like that rabbit killing one chicken killing one all yeah. this kind of stuff uh, yeah there's definitely a group of people that feel like we need to know the beginning to the end of how a chicken nugget is made and no, I don't. <laughs> but no, there are. I'm saying there are people. Yeah. Apparently, because this is another story about okay. that. So this listener, he said that his mom really wanted them to learn how to, like, take a chicken, uh-huh. kill it, cut it, eat it, all the stuff. Okay. But he said so. She got a chicken, and he said it was like this scrawny thing. This is punishment to yourself, right, mom? <laughs> why? Like, why? I don't want to no. do it. No. I might send them off to some class that, like, if that's what I really feel strongly about. But like, again, with these grandmas and these moms, like, I don't want to wring a chicken's neck. I don't want to debone a chicken. You know? <gasps> oh my gosh! But but he said they got this chicken and then they had it for a few days. Uh huh. And got a little attached. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, my little chicken pet. You think? And then came time for dinner prep. Uh-huh. And so she sent he, him and his brother outside. And she said, okay, you've got to break its neck. <laughs> and Do you want to, like, give us a tutorial on that? Like, I don't know if I just immediately know how to break a chicken's neck. And they were... <laughs> Yeah, I know. And so they were like, "Ah, I don't want to do it. And, you know, the chickens are like jumpy and fidgety and they're, "Ah." so they finally got a hold of it and they didn't know what to do. So they, so this is like so disgusting. Yeah. But they just, we do not laugh at the torture of animals. No, it's just like, well, we laugh at things that make us uncomfortable. Right. There we go. Mm -hmm. It's our coping mechanism. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll admit it. Um, But they were, oh my gosh. So they had to, I guess what they decided to do. Yeah. Was to, there was no YouTube at this time? No, just to turn the head <gasps> of the chicken. Oh, like said, poltergeist situation. <laughs> yes, and they said the first time around didn't work, so they had to go two times around. Oh my gosh! It was, just, it was like the eyes would just rotate around and look at me. Oh my gosh! Ah! Sorry, that was a lot. Oh my that gosh! Was a lot. And he said it didn't even taste good after all. At that. the end of the day, he's yeah. like, it was because they said it was like a scrawny chicken. Yes. It was just like, like chewy and yeah. not very good. It's like she got like a chick from gosh. IFA. Like, come on! Oh my gosh! Ew! That is traumatizing. Yeah, very traumatizing, <laughs> and may affect like their ability to eat chicken again. Well, this person said that when her friends were ready to go home and leave when they were overplaying, yeah, she would lock their front door and block them from leaving. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Nothing says I love you like hostage situations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. All of a sudden you're like, oh, that was so fun. I got to go. And then a a switch is flipped and you start feeling pretty uncomfortable. Right. Uh, I had a friend do this to me. She like pinned me down on her bed. Oh, yeah. That's uncomfortable. And I was like, my mom said I have to go home. And 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 she was laughing her head off. 
And I started crying. Well, yeah, that's a little maniacal. Yeah. It's a little bit like... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it makes you a little bit nervous and you're reassessing your friendship. So we were talking earlier about, like, you know, the older sibling thing, the older cousin thing. And this listener said when they were about 10 years old, um, their brothers and sisters watched... The older brothers and sisters watched the movie Signs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was such a hot movie when we were, like... I would have been... I would say junior high when that came out. Mm -hmm. And one time, Britt and I did a date... Where we watched signs in, in a cornfield. It was we're, fun. We're so edgy. And, <laughs> no, it was just a fun day. Yeah, it was, like, no, it was very fun. And they like got blankets out and it was really fun. But it was just that, you know, when there's that age where, I don't know, something just hits you wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Oh, and yeah. So she said for at least a year after she couldn't use the bathroom in their house that had a window. I don't, she doesn't know why, but she would use the half bath and she doesn't know the logic behind it because other than she said, she would always picture those creepy alien fingers coming (laughs) through the window while she was trying to go to the bathroom. Uh It's funny what you do. Kind of like you used to be afraid of ET. And so you'd cross your legs Uh uh, because you thought he was under the table. There's nothing from the movie where he's like under the table, No, but you just create these scenarios. (laughs) And so she said she would also always put a full glass of water (laughs) on the window sill. Safety first. I mean, right. doesn't do any harm. The mom's like, there's rings on every windowsill <laughs> from this sweaty glass. And she said when she learned, uh, that's also when she learned to shower extremely fast because she was afraid the aliens were coming into the bathroom. To which I say, but you're in water. So, so just don't splash, be afraid. Splash. Just, yeah, start splashing about. Anyway. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> she said it's definitely one of those someday you'll laugh about this thing's that we say, but uh-huh. it affected her clearly for like a year where she was doing <laughs> these practices. Oh my god! I have to say about signs though, I was scared to death until they showed, showed the alien, and then it was not scary at all to me. Yeah. They should have never showed there's the a, alien, and let, my of... imagination was creating a much scarier mm-hmm. image. And then I... they showed this like stupid like CGI that looked awful and he was like rocking <laughs> and then they were like swinging a baseball bat at him and stuff. And uh-huh. I was like, all right, you lost me. Maybe yeah. that was that. Maybe that's what was good. Then I wasn't yeah. so scared of it yeah. anymore. I feel like that's a take note. Scary movie directors. Yeah. Don't show the monster. Let it be a mystery. It actually is scary. Except on stranger things. Those monsters are very <sighs> scary. <laughs> Don't you think? Yes. Okay. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for reliving your Your trauma with us once again. Hopefully it didn't drudge too much. I just thought it was freaking hilarious. Hopefully it's kind of like when you see the alien at the end. Yeah. You you hear it all and it's from at this perspective, it's just as funny and you can just laugh, right? And just remember, someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys. Keep gabbing along with us. We will have another episode for you next week. And honestly, the amount of messages we get about people being like i missed like this subject and i had a story y'all just tune in on our instagram and you won't miss it yeah we're not annoying we well we are but we don't post a million things so the things we do post that those are when we need your stories yeah we don't want you to miss your chance to submit (laughs) a killer story yeah so follow along and um, don't forget to, we've got some, a couple of new ratings lately. Mm-hmm. We're excited. Five stars. So we're, we're proud of that and keep them coming. <laughs> if you don't know how to do it, message us. Mm-hmm. We'll walk you through it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye guys. See ya. Okay. Where do I even begin with Blush and Bloom? Blush and Bloom is a bath and skincare company, and we are so excited to be partnering with them this week because we are quickly becoming big fans. Britt and I both love taking long, nice baths to unwind, and our newest favorite addition to this ritual is Blush and Bloom's Milk Bath. 
It smells out of this world good, makes my skin so soft, and I feel awesome about using it because along with all of their other products, it's non-toxic and handcrafted. Seriously, go watch their Instagram and you can literally see them making each product and what they do and don't put into them. We are also currently using their body butter and chapstick and once again, can't get enough. Sometimes products that advertise to be clean actually have lots of hidden junk or they just aren't effective, but Blush and Bloom truly has nailed both. Check them out on Instagram at blush.bloom. There you'll find a link to their website where you can order some for yourself. As always, supporting our sponsors helps support our podcast. asked her we said well where did you get bite where did you get bit she said where did you get where'd you get bit do i sound like really a hick when i said where did you get bitten where'd you get bitten yeah is that right yeah well where'd you get bitten yeah Uh, where did it bite you (laughs) (laughs) and my chickens are really friendly because they've been held so much as chicks and they Mm -hmm. and so i like sing up sing to them and they'll come or i shake their little worms what do you sing i'm just like good morning Yeah, like a little, like I like a Disney princess, okay? And then they all like come, they like know my voice. Oh my god! So I'll shake my little you guys. Yeah, and Vecna. Vecna is terrifying, but well, we also did name our sourdough start Vecna. <laughs> Everybody gives their sourdough start a name. You guys have gotten so down the sourdough rabbit hole. Hey, I don't there even is know. A loaf in my pantry. <laughs> so hey, all you want, but I always have some sourdough. 